This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a topic and talk about it for as long as the dice decide. All right, I guess we'll we'll start off. You got a dice? Yep. We're prepared. All right, so our topic as always is what have you been up to for the hobbies? All right, let's talk about it for two minutes. All right, we didn't roll six this time. You want to go first? Uh, sure. So um, I realized that uh, that stupid Gorkonaut is so freaking huge. It's taking me forever to do. So I'm still working on that thing slowly. I like I finished the guys and I got the, the basic colors and now I'm basically on to more of the details and like gluing the actual arms into place so that they look right. I haven't even started working on the base or anything, but like it, it is... It's a lot of work. So in the meantime, I did take a break and uh, worked on my Necromunda, my Cawdor gang. Mm -hmm. And we did talk about like setting up the Necromunda campaign as soon as we can, considering COVID, right? When COVID allows, uh, and, and, you know, we've got all got our painted. So I've been preparing my Cawdor. Uh, And then the final thing is I've been, uh, for our game, I've been playtesting some of the campaign rules. That's it for me. How about you? All right, I've continued working on my O12 and the same thing of taking on too much at once as your Gorkonaut, trying to paint uh-huh. 10 robots at once. But I found that once I've got like the main colors all finished, mm-hmm. it starts to feel more productive because now it looks like something. And even though you're yeah. all painting, at least like the model looks cool by the time you've got like your main colors complete. Uh-huh. And then you're just kind of doing details, which is more fun. So it kind of goes over a hump, but been successful with this slight burnout of doing that of working on just rule book layout for doing stuff in desktop publishing software for just doing rule book layouts and realizing that's actually a lot of work to do that stuff. Cause if you're not good at, <laughs> surprise you know, things, it's a job. <laughs> things you're not good at and are real jobs are, you know, difficult to do if you don't know what you're doing. Yep. So, you know, just got to throw hours at it and then eventually become good at it. That's the secret. Uh-huh. And then, then forget it all. All right. So that was, that was that topic. Um, I've got a topic that I guess is topical for the sure. what's going on right now. So the Las Vegas Open, I guess, returned this year with Games Workshop actually being there to, yep. you know, tell the people of all the new goodies they could buy. So you're an Eldar player, so I know you'll have opinions on this. I think they... Um, I have been an Eldar player in the past. Yes, you're an elder collector. <laughs> yes, new that's player right. At this moment, but I think they they've been previewing a bunch of stuff lately with a new box that's coming out for them. But they showed previews for three new models, I guess, as part of the 2022 LVO Open seminar. So I think they showed the Avatar, a mm-hmm. Dark Reaper Exarch, and then nope. new Shining Spears. It's the Phoenix Lord for the Dark Phoenix Reapers. Lord. Okay. All right. Sorry, as a dark as a, sorry, as an elder collector. Uh-huh. Collector. <laughs> I had to correct you. And mm-hmm. the last one is the, the Shining Spears? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, wondering which one of those releases was your favorite and why. All right. Whoa. Which Eldar release is fave? Out of those three. Yeah. Uh, six minutes. Oh, my it's God. It's okay. I'm, I'm a... I'm you, an Eldar collector, so I have a lot to say. <laughs> you now have to be an aficionado because there's six minutes. Okay. You want, you want me to go with my uninspired part first? 
Sure, yeah. the, you're you're like pleb, not understanding anything about these guys, and not even liking the the necessarily the look of of the army. Go for it. All right, so I I guess this falls into your characterization of me not liking the look of the army entirely. So the one that looks the least Eldar is probably well, no, the the avatar looks very demonish, but the other one that's the least looking is the Phoenix Lord. So I don't uh-huh. like their paint scheme for it, but I think it's actually a pretty cool model. Uh-huh. It's got a lot of skulls going on, but it's just this posing. <laughs> really good. Like the avatar fell down for me because his posing was very bland. It's just sort uh-huh. of standing there inert. Like the details uh-huh. on it are way better, but it's just it's posing lost me for something that should be like really menacing. Okay. Uh, the Phoenix Lord has like really dynamic posing. I don't think they did a good job painting all the skulls and bones on it. But I think if you mm-hmm. did a good job painting up all that, like the cloak has a lot going on to it, and which could have, like if you did it up really leathery rather than kind of their black with their blue edge highlighting, mm-hmm. like, I can just see that being really painted up really, really interestingly. But yeah, as you said, it's probably the least Eldar out of all of it. It's very, it's almost like chaos mm-hmm. with its skull level. So what were your, what was your favorite out of? Well, how about the third one, the Shining Spear? You didn't talk about that Shining one. Spear? I felt like it was just, a not as good version of the other jet bike, the regular jet bikes. It's got a little so, bit, it's just like a jet bike with a little bit sticking off of it. So yeah. Okay. I, so let me let me I've go through. Let me go through and see if you can guess uh what my thoughts are. Oh, you like the okay. you like the elder aesthetic. So okay, so I like the elder aesthetic. Let me let me go through my uh so should I go my should, I guess should I guess sure. yours? Can you guess? Yeah. So, because we have plenty of time for this, the the avatar, I, I think you don't you're not against it, but mm-hmm. I, it doesn't fit the Eldar aesthetic. And if the posing was better, you'd probably like it more as well. I, I would think, uh-huh. but it's also not that Eldar. The the Phoenix Lord is the least Eldar of them all in covered skulls, so I would put uh-huh. that as your bottom ranking. And then. That is correct. Then the I, guess shining... I, I guess you don't have to. I shouldn't have reeled it, but <laughs> yes, basically you're correct. Totally I have a lot bad. more to say about why it's bad. It's not just the Eldar aesthetic, but yeah, go on. And the Shining Spear thing is totally Eldar, and it fits like the coolest, one of the coolest aesthetics they have of all their flying stuff. So that's my guess, the top one. Done. Okay. So let me go through. For, so your bottom one, well, I'll just reveal it now. Uh, your bottom one is correct. Uh, the Maugen Ra looks, in my opinion, terrible, and not just as an Eldar unit. I think he is overall a terrible model, and his posing is totally stupid with his legs spread out. I guess I'm just going through it. <laughs> the rocks are so far apart. It looks like he's trying, he's like precariously balanced between these Uh two rocks and he can't actually fire his gun because they're so far away. There's no way he's swinging that gun around and actually attacking someone there. Cause he got on, like, it looks like it's when you're a kid and you try and do put like step on things in a weird way to see if you can stand up. That seems like what he's doing. Those rocks are so far apart and his legs are so spread out. Now he is a Phoenix Lord. So maybe he can dance around and shoot at the same time, but that looks terrible. He's basically uh, the Overwatch character, I forget that guy's name, but, you know, it's a dark river. It's supposed to be, you know, uh, they, they just took, you know, the, the idea of death, right? The the Grim Reaper kind of thing mm-hmm. and dialed it up, which is definitely not the original look where he has his helmet down and he has a giant skull. And he's always looked super skull-like. And I do like that. 
but he looked more like a skeleton than uh, a, uh, what do you call it? A, a Grim Reaper, right? So to me, this model is much more bland and much more generic than the original sculpt. If you pull up the two, even though the, the original one is much more stunty, it just looks a lot better. His gun, although it's iconic, there's something wrong with the way that it is made. It just looks less practical than it was before. I think it's the scythe is straight down. So it looks like it's an L. It's a straight L as opposed to a curve, which is more like how you think of scythes, right? Yep. I don't know like real scythes if there actually are Ls, but that that the, the straightness of it makes it look actually very impractical. It looks more like a stand for his gun where he would lay down that stick, right? So he can fire. Then it does actually look like a scythe, which is another negative. So the posing I think is off and his backpack thing looks terrible. I don't know if I basically spent all my time complaining about how bad that Melgen Raw thing is. Terrible, the worst. I hate it. Uh, generic, badly posed, impractical. Doesn't even look like the Grim Reaper really because of the things I mentioned but still somehow looks like it's like they were trying but failed basically and mm -hmm. i don't know maybe it's like the edgy it's like an edgy teenage boy kind of thing where they like to you know throw like i love to throw my hoodie over my head and i feel safe and everything like that but it doesn't make you feel cool do you know what i mean so i think and i don't know why he has a giant cape now it just looks terrible and generic um oh, it looks like actually, there's a lot of chaplains right that have the exact same look but much better they look much more better. They look much more menacing. I think when you mix these, the slight Aldar like graceful look with this Grim Reaper and then make everything angular and then make him stand awkwardly, he doesn't look graceful. Like if you want the Aldar look, it has to look graceful. So I ran out of all time to talk about which one was my favorite, but it's the Avatar. The Avatar is my favorite. The, the Shining Spears, um, they have a weird tassel on the back of their head attached to their helmet if you look at them the guy without the helmet has the problem of all gw models not all but a lot of them where their heads are too big right when you take off your helmet your head is the same size as your helmet yeah and then when they have the helmet on they have a weird like flag attached to their head which just looks dumb so you can't see it from the front so the front they look much better but they also use the jet the new jet bike design which is a slightly tweaked older jet bike design where it's the thing that you complain about with the um what do you call it? The Wraith, the Ranger bikers, right? Their, their, uh, the, their hull, like the front portion is shrunk for some reason. It's shorter than it used to be. I don't know why they started doing that. It just looks worse than when it was longer. So that does make it look slightly worse than the original jet bike. So you're right. This is a worse version. In my opinion, I think there's a worse version of the original jet bikes, even though it does look decently but that that right. stupid head tassel was terrible the avatar i think looks great there's nothing wrong with his pose sometimes a simple pose is great but all the right. axe looks terrible because it's too short sword or spear all right well you clearly care about demon i fit it all in anyways because I, I i ran for a little bit too long but yes all about three models all right so do you have a question with our our remaining two minutes I should just have slid in there. So what do you think? What do you really think about the avatar? Um, just the avatar. <laughs> Six more minutes on the avatar. Uh -huh. Yes, exactly. Why the avatar is amazing. I love the avatar. Uh, okay. So this one, let's go back to just, you know, just the basics. Um, 
Well, I guess, you know what, since we talked about the LVO and um, the things that were released there in Games Workshop, why don't we stick, stick uh, with that topic? Uh, indirectly, though. So um, Necromunda just was, uh, they just announced that Necromunda is going to get another book. And they like added to their million books. So my question is, how many books uh, when playing a game is too much? Oh, this is easy. Yeah, four minutes. So this is our last question. All right. So hmm. I think I'm just going to start with the number of books. Two books mm-hmm. is the max. Two books. Interesting. Two books is the maximum. Because okay. I'm perfectly fine with you over your rule book. And maybe uh-huh. at some point you like probably don't need that one that much because uh-huh. you've learned all the rules. Or maybe you need some tables out of it. So you use it once in a while. Mm-hmm. But and then I can see like you have your army and you want a whole bunch of like they want to release a book with a bunch of fluff in it that's got your army in it. Mm-hmm. So legitimately that book can exist. It's fine. It's not all or maybe they release like a compendium book which has all mm-hmm. the army lists in it and they can keep that up to date. So there's a reason to have the rules and the army separate. Mm-hmm. Once you go beyond that and you have like this stack of books, it's just it's impossible to deal with when you're playing the game. Yeah. Oh, so I just like. You, they can release fluff books, things you don't need to bring to the game, and you can have all those you want because they're just like yeah. novels and that. Mm-hmm. But once you've got to bring more than two books to the game, I think I'm just I'm out. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I I tend well, to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two books when like bringing to a game more than two books is super annoying. But for maximum, maximum, I would say three books, kind of, or two and a half. Basically, I don't mind having, like, when you start out, well, basically, it should always be two books, right? Or one book to two books, right? So when you start the game, you have your main rule book, which has your main basic stuff. And Mm -hmm. then you have maybe, like you said, another one with all of your uh, rules for for your armies and things like that, right? more detailed armies and, and stuff and, and information on that. And so the, having those two, you know, having those two and kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, the other type when, of book. Yeah, exactly. When you know, when you know the main rules and you no longer need to use the main rule book, you can add in a campaign rule book with extra missions and things like that. That's the only thing, right? So, but then it's still, the idea is you still only have two books. Right. So now the rule set basically has to be a rule set where you don't have like a bajillion tables because you can't memorize like tables of like 10 plus results yeah. and then multiple yeah. ones of those tables. So if your game just has rules and not tables, I can see how you could back out that the rule book and not need to use it. And then just solely like you need the missions. Like Yeah. So yeah, mission. when we think about Frostgrave, uh, whenever you, it has a ton of books, but the thing is you only ever need the main rule book yeah, because you're not going to memorize all the creatures. You're just not. In general, actually, that's not necessarily true because they have uh, certain uh, units, which I actually don't like. Uh, but you have the main rule book and then you have your mission book. And every like new book is like a new mission book. So whenever you go out to play, you only never need two books. You need your main rule book yeah. and then the mission book of whatever missions you're playing. And that, to me, works fine. I don't quite like the idea of pulling units from a whole bunch of different books, which means that you always have to bring a whole bunch to remember them, right? At the yeah. same time, the other like units in Frostgrave are not super complicated. So you can technically 
have them written down somewhere else, right? You don't necessarily need to bring that extra book in, but when you have to, it's really annoying. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I, I, I that's why I love the campaign, the mission campaign books, mm -hmm. where when you're done, you put it back into your shelf and then you pick up a new one. And maybe your army list keeps the scars and memories of the previous one onto the new campaign book. Yeah, my, my preference, like we, we talked, well, we're basically at the end, but my preference is just for one book. So you're not like, you don't have a stack of stuff. Because yeah. understandably, like if you keep coming up with new missions, you're not going to memorize the new missions and you want to keep the game fresh. So having yeah. like a new book or new missions or something on hand is, is fine. I don't, yeah. I don't need zero anyway. Yep. Same kind of thing with infinity, right? You have your main rules and then you have whatever your mission pack and your mission pack is just the one that updates. Yep. All right. All right. And that's that. And so please Necromanda stop spreading all of your rules over like 10 different books. It's so annoying. Yeah. All right. Although it does make you money. So I guess you should, but I'm not your shareholder. So. I have a different view on what I find optimal. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So that has been basically it. Apparently, we uh, this is our LVO questions. <laughs> and yep. and uh, yeah, so if you have any uh, things you, uh, any questions you want us to answer uh, or any thoughts or, or, or opinions you want to share, uh, contact us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, or find us on Facebook or Dice Over Everything. Or if you've got your thoughts on how the Eldar should look, let us, you can join the Dice of Everything group and let us know. <laughs> yes, and tell us why uh, it's not Mogan Run and the Avatar that is the best, but in fact, it is the Shining Spears. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. Uh, so this has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Bye.